Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Next is now. Well, we are rolling into summer. And what is next uh, is we're going to talk about uh, what's on your reading list and what's on mine. Uh, we're going to call this Boyd's Book Club for the summer. And we're going to do this on Fridays. Uh, an opportunity just to talk about some books, some some reading that I think we all ought to be doing or at least thinking about and exploring. Uh, I, I love the uh, the quote. This is from uh, Charlie Jones. Uh, he said, you'll be much the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. And when you think about that in a, a world that we live in that's dominated by images and screens and videos and memes and all of those kinds of things that are we're producing a heck of a lot more uh, swipers and clickers and passive watchers uh, than we are readers and writers for sure. And taking the time to read uh, isn't just uh, for the the very old or the very tired or the very young. Uh, it can make a difference for all of us. Uh, in fact, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, years ago, a friend of mine, Tom Murphy, and I were working on a project, and we came up with a, a ratio that would be kind of interesting for everyone to look at. We called it the EVE ratio, E-V-E, uh, an, acros- an acronym standing for Education Versus Entertainment. So we challenged people, uh, executives in particular, to look at their EVE ratio. How much time and how many dollars were they spending on education versus how much time and money were they spending on entertainment? And your EVE ratio will give you a pretty interesting and sometimes stunning and sobering view into how you're spending your days. And will you be the same person five years from now? Well, Depends on the books you read and the people you meet and the interaction you have. And so what are we doing? Are we just spending our time and money on activities that are tension relieving or things that are more goal achieving or forward moving? And so we have to, to look at those in a, in a different way. And so we want to talk about books on this program, some good books. Uh, I, think it was, uh, I think it was Alice Meekum who said, uh, books may be the only true magic on earth. Uh, and I believe that uh, there is a magic, uh, and I and I'm sorry, Kindles are great, and all the electronics are great. Just give me a book that has real paper and pages. I just love that. But however you do your reading, that's fine. Uh, reading is is really the the best way, the fastest path uh, to magic. Uh, one of my favorite quotes uh, is from James Elroy Flecker, uh, and he wrote, Since I can never see your face and never shake you by the hand, I send my soul through time and space to greet you. You will understand. Uh, I love that from a reading standpoint, because off of those pages, whether it's history, uh, whether it's fiction, a novel, uh, people can literally send things through time and space. And most importantly, we can get to some principles that unite us, some principles that can lift us and elevate us 
uh, and give us a little perspective in terms of where we're going to go. And so for the next uh, several weeks uh, on Fridays, we're going to have a little book club here. We're going to talk about some books uh, that I think have some things that will balance your Eve ratio, your entertainment versus education ratio, uh, and hopefully give you some uh, enjoyment and some enlightenment along the way. And so we're going to kick off uh, with a book I received not too long ago. Uh, the book is called The Call to Unite, and it's actually by Tim Shriver. Uh, he's the editor of it. It's really a collection of essays around unity from a, a real broad swath of folks uh, from across uh, political spectrum, religious beliefs, uh, business, uh, and just this call to unite. A lot of great wisdom in there. And I actually had the chance to sit down with Tim Shriver. Uh, he is part of that Shriver family, the Kennedy Connection. Uh, and as we were having the interview, there were a few moments where I thought, wow, that was very John Kennedy-esque, what you just said. And uh, he's doing some great things. Uh, most people recognize him uh, for his role as CEO of the Special Olympics uh, and that uh, great organization that does so many powerful and amazing things to elevate and unite. Uh, nothing draws people together more than watching a Special Olympian uh, give their best and give their all. So many great lessons there. Uh, so as I was talking with Tim about the book, uh, and about uh, how it's all focused on uniting. He actually gave me an example about how the book had already healed some divides. A friend of mine called me and said, you know, he'd bought four books and he'd given them to four people who he had lost touch with because mm. of the divisiveness in the country. Yeah. He said, I didn't write uh, a long letter. I just sent them the book because it was my way of saying, look, we don't agree on whether it was politics. I, he didn't get into the details, but he, these are friendships that yeah. he had ended. Mm. And this was just his way of cracking the door open and saying, here, here's a book. Uh, maybe it can help us find some new sense of yeah. common shared purpose. We're not all going to agree on everything. No, no, you know, Some no. people say, well, how could you talk to those people? <laughs> They're so contemptible. They lie. They cheat. They steal. Whatever. You know, we're not going to all agree. But we can recover to some extent the capacity to treat each other with dignity. Yeah. And in that simple principle, we have found, our little group has found, a gold mine of transformational power. Just the idea that everybody is born with dignity, everybody deserves to have their dignity respected, and everybody deserves to have someone else see their dignity. Just that can unlock a good deal of transformational energy, I think. Uh, I love that transformational energy that starts with respect and dignity, uh, such important things. Uh, Tim went on to talk about, and this is a great part of the book, he talks about uh, pain and suffering and the gifts that actually go along with it. We communicate, but do we connect? We, yeah. we talk, but do we build relationships? It's a different art form, right? Yeah. So when, when in this book, when you have uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes talk about pain, he says, you know, pain always leaves a gift. And I struggle with that. I, I read this over and over again in the book. Like, I know so many people in so much pain. I know we all do. Yeah. We're living a, Pastor Rick Warren calls it a tsunami of grief. Uh, but in the pain, in the, when we communicate more deeply, when we connect more deeply, we begin the process of being able to heal one another. It, mm. It's not easy. Yeah. But it's not the same as sending a tweet. It's not yeah. the same as replying to somebody else's tweet. It's not the same as counting your friends or your <laughs> likes or your it's, – it's, it's about you know, the depth part of you reaching out and hearing the depth part of someone else. Again, that's Tim Shriver. The The book we're focusing on, on uh, Boyd's Book Club this uh, this week, The Call to Unite. And I just want to finish with this uh, thought from Tim 
uh, about how we can heal the divides of the past and actually move forward. When people say, well, that's good talk, but does it work? I just say, if you want to know if it works, uh, go down to the track on a Saturday morning and watch a Special Olympics practice. Yeah. And you'll see people there. You might not recognize the fact that for 100 years those people were uh, institutionalized. Yeah. You might not remember that medicine treated them as animals. You might not mm. remember how many mothers were told their children were worthless, hopeless. Mm. Uh, you might not remember that we were divided yeah. deeply from one another by fear. Mm by devaluing, by demonizing. These are the same ingredients. But you might notice on that track that people can bridge the gap and come together in a spirit of ability, in a spirit of understanding, in a spirit of joy, in a spirit of celebration. If that's not healing divides, uh, uh, I don't know what is. So that's the beginning of our uh, book club for the summer, uh, The Call to Unite. Again, it's edited by Tim Shriver. And I really appreciated the conversation with Tim. Uh, there are so many great pieces in here. This is something uh, for me when we talk about we'll be the same person five years from now, except for the people we meet and the books we read. Uh, this is a book that has changed how I've looked at the divide and, more importantly, what I need to do to help heal. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to focus on mental health. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.